Hey. All right, everybody. Welcome to the High School Adventures podcast. I'm here with Elijah. How are you today? Really good. All right. This is our first podcast. We're going to be doing a bunch of questions uh, just about life, um, pretty much about everything. So without any further ado, let's get started. All right. First question. Let's start with some basketball questions. Uh, who do you think's MVP this year? For who? What team? NBA MVP. Uh, what for the Seventy Sixers? Nah, just in general. Holy. For... Who won the Seventy Sixers? Uh, maybe Simmons. Okay, okay, I see you. I mean, he's definitely been healthy a lot longer than than Embiid, who who would be the only other real candidate, I think. True, true. But yeah, I think I think it I think it has to go to Simmons just because of the Kate, just because of the fact that. He um has been healthy for so long. He's put up the triple doubles and the stats. It's been crazy watching him as a 76ers fan. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's but I think dominating. I think it was, I think it was great how they pulled off that win against the Benz Miami Heat uh, yesterday. Though. That was Ooh, that was that was amazing. Tell you what, I was pumped. Yeah, even like they they the uh, Miami beat them last time, man, but they came back for that win though. I mean, yeah, that, that was pitiful that that the loss against Miami. We yeah, we but, needed Embiid. <laughs> yeah, you know, but Ben Simmons, you know, he's, he was good. He's 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 pretty he's doing really great this season. The high press has been been tough for him to handle, which is the only weakness. But he's learning quickly with the with the Heat high press. He's learning super quick how to deal with yeah. that. It's, it's yeah. good. Uh, what are your playoff predictions? What do you think? My eyes are on Houston in the finals. I against honestly the Seventy Sixers or against uh gotta say Boston. Boston. What do you think? Uh, I don't really watch anyone else besides the Seventy Sixers. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that, that is respectable. Very respectable. <laughs> so, I, I mean, Boston, I think they have a good chance. Miami's going down, obviously. Everybody knows that, but. Everybody. If you, yeah. If you, if you don't, then we got, you shouldn't be here. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Maybe, I mean, I guess the Warriors are kind of out. Warriors, uh, yeah, the Warriors could definitely, could definitely get some. Yeah. I could definitely see that yeah. happen. Yeah, definitely. That without that though, and like you know, we're just just because you know seventy sixers they're doing well doesn't mean they can't lose. Think. Yeah, exactly. That- like you're gonna just lose like- in the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It seems like whenever you're cocky, it's always when you lose. So- yeah, complacency cannot be. You gotta stay focused. You know what I'm exactly. Saying? I gotta stay locked in in the playoffs. Yeah. 
Yeah. But uh, all right. Let's see what questions we got. Um, let's move on to some like life questions. All right. What do you think? How is balance in our lives need to be applied more? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, some people they take one thing. And that's all they do. You know what I'm saying? Like they take, for example, there are kids who just play, play like video games. You know, like ten hours a day, and then yeah, can't do, can't get their schoolwork done, can't can't socialize with other people. That like, how do you think balance in our lives could be could be better used? You mean like how could we like um? sufficiently and more like just better use of our time exactly yeah just making sure we're not Uh, getting too focused in one area and slacking in other areas uh i guess like to uh, hmm that's a good question actually (laughs) i mean for me for me uh i love video games yeah same uh, i i always i always um I usually always have homework from school, and one of the things I try and do, like, I, I, I mean, I always, obviously, I, I don't always do this, because, you know, sometimes days are hard, yeah. but I try best to um, get my, my homework done first, like, right when I go home. Yeah, smart. And if, I usually can't do it on the bus, though, because it's, like, yeah. above your ride, I can't do it. Yeah. But, you know, like, your homework first, like, I know people at my school that are, uh, like, the day it's due, they're in, like history class, you know, doing their English homework. <laughs> but like, and I'm not saying it's not enjoyable when the teacher asks what they're doing. Yeah, yeah, Can't yeah. Break. But the thing is, um, you know, if, if you if you do it right away, then you don't have to feel stressed like, oh, crap, did I do my math yet? Yeah, yeah, I know what you're saying. That's good. Yeah. I think personally for me is when I get a good idea – that's all I do. That's all I focus on. Like, for example, if I see, if I want to start like a mini company and I got like, it's online, right? And so my company is advertising people's emails. So just finding people, asking for their emails. Me, what I would do is I would spend way too much time getting people's emails. And then I come home at night and either I haven't spent time with my family, I haven't gotten my schoolwork done, haven't worked out, haven't played haven't done all this and and I'm just slacking in other areas when I'm getting way too caught up in in one good idea. I then I find myself troubled because, you know, I've been doing one thing too much and then I'm worried I'm gonna do it too little, so why just do it at all? You know what I'm saying? Like I find that problem a lot. Yeah. I feel like that that hips me too sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Like you just yeah, maybe it's more of an age thing, but maybe not, you know, because I guess you have a family. We're going to have family someday and we'll probably understand that a bit more. But still, like, I yes. feel, yeah, it's just you got to balance it out right because rather do it and get successful and just then just not doing it at all because you're worried you're going to do too much of it. Yeah, I guess just I guess then the answer to that question would be time management. Exactly. Yeah. Like so, people people manage time. My sister, she she makes uh, charts, schedules. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah but for me, I can't do that because it makes me like if I make like a chart or a schedule constricted. Like, 
my uh, my daily routine. Yeah. I look at it and I'm like, oh crap, I got all this stuff to do. I just see all the boxes and stuff. Yeah, and I man. Just, like, I like it throws me off, and I like I I prefer like I prefer doing my own stuff. Like uh, I prefer just yeah. I when I do one thing, I'm like, okay. I got that that. What else do I have to do? Go through my mind. Okay, I did that. Didn't do that. I'll do that now. Yeah, bro, I really know what you're saying. And I feel like when we make a chart, a chart isn't there to take us to an extreme state and to make us worry about it. A chart doesn't have to be all complex and, like, tough to see. All it needs is, for example, you know braces got wear them rubber bands, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, like that, you keep forgetting every day. So, you put a chart up. And if that's all you have up is a reminder, it's just a box you take for putting those on, that's fine. Because, like, a chart isn't there to make you worried and stressed. It's there to just keep you in place. It isn't, like, an extreme, untouchable thing. Like, you got you to gotta keep it in perspective. You can't let it control you. You got to control the schedule. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's a good way to put it. Thanks. Thank you. Because I just feel like... People are almost scared to make schedules because they can't hit the boundaries. That's where you got to set smaller goals to work up to those bigger places. Or maybe even not, just have the small goals and then just keep – because daily habits, I believe it takes 21 days to form a good habit. And you can't form, like, five good habits at the same time. You got you got to keep it simple. That's good. Yeah, that's, that's good. And, uh, like – I'm pretty sure anyone, anyone listening to this, I'm pretty sure whether you're older or younger, your parents have said at least once in your life, you know, if you didn't, if you didn't go to, if you didn't stay up so late, you wouldn't be so tired. Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty sure someone's. And I was always like, no, that's not true. Like, I can, this doesn't work for me. Like, I'm just, but like, that's totally true. Uh, I was up till 1130, Sixers game, and I couldn't wake up in the morning for school. Yeah. And then I just. I'm just gonna go to sleep. I went to bed at eight o'clock and I got up like at six. Easy, bro. See, no, it just it just works. It's discipline, yeah. Yeah, discipline. That's that's definitely that's that's one way to put it. That's a good way to put it. It's it's yeah. It's not that hard, but I feel like it is hard when we have to cut out things we enjoy, like like the seventy sixers games, or playing video games that extra hour till nine. Or you know what I'm you know what I'm saying? Yeah. 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 Cool. So that's good. So answer on. that question. Yeah. Answer the question. Discipline, time management. You know, no, not being like just you. Yeah, you don't have to be an extremist. Like, if you don't, if you don't, it's gonna. It's... Yeah. Yeah. So all right, let's go to our next question. Have you ever found with like um? This is a really deep question that I've actually thought a lot, and I think I just kind of wanted to tell it and ask it and just see. We probably won't have an answer for this in all honesty, but here's here's a question, a deeper religious question. It's So, you know, God's forgiveness is like no matter what, right? Yeah. yeah so, like, if someone is – like, I feel like you can almost abuse forgiveness – so say someone wants to be wants to do something bad, either like look at stuff they shouldn't or even like go out, rob a bank, kill somebody, and they're just gonna say, Oh, afterwards, I'm just gonna ask God to forgive me, it's all gonna be good. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
definitely. It's like that's something we think about. Like after we do it, we're like, oh, I'm sorry. You know, you say I'm sorry, and you're like, oh yeah, you forgave me. It's, it's no, no biggie. Yeah, yeah. I feel like, and I, I feel like that. that that's uh, like what you said. Like we can definitely abuse that. Just like because we. I mean. Yeah. Cause like we're guilty. I feel like I'm guilty of it in certain aspects. Like if I'm going to do something I know I'm not supposed to do, for example, if I'm going to eat something that my mom told me not to eat and I eat it and then I'm like, Oh, well, it's at the end of the day, God's got my back. But, but like, where's the, you know, where's the punishment coming place if she ain't ever going to figure out or like, I just don't know how that, how that all cycles around. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, technically, you don't feel good. I mean, obviously, I'm not saying you get sick. I mean, you can get sick, but you live with that guilt. You know, it eats at you, like, forever. Yeah, it's very true. It's, like, it's not a sin to be tempted, but it is a sin to get into that temptation. Yeah, that's well said, brother. that's, That's awesome. So, I feel like, yeah, so once again, I feel like it's a discipline thing to just tell yourself not – you shouldn't be thinking about doing that kind of stuff in the first place, I guess. It's kind of – well, it's okay. We, we yeah. can think anything we want, but it takes discipline just not to do it, like you said. Like, you can't give in to doing something like that. Yeah. Yeah. All right. That's good. Uh, let me think. Have you ever found – that like interreligious differences can be can be can be tough at times because people don't see it through our like Christian lens that we kind of that we kind of got in our eyes. You know what I'm saying? Um, I, I feel like I do, but it's like no, I'm not really. Like, can you like rephrase it? Like, for example, if I'm at work and I'm coming. It, like straight out of church right and or even not straight out of church i'm just coming to work and people are like swearing like crazy and they're doing they're looking at stuff they shouldn't be but as a christian you're going to like you're going to have to come to a compromise or you're going to just have to settle for being okay with that you know what i mean yeah I, yeah it's like that's something that's some um happens to me like um i work places not even just at work you know you could take a walk down the street you know absolutely saying? yeah like the world is never gonna be perfect it's never perfect never and uh, sometimes i'm not saying you know embrace it but sometimes you, you do have to embrace it but gotta live with it i say i say to filter it like like train your mind so like um not just like so there's different ways to do that you know yeah you pray you can read the bible and you like your mind learns it teaches itself to filter out that stuff you know what i'm saying yeah 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 and um i feel like especially with this i feel like it's it's a big battle of wills almost because your mind's leaning two ways if you're surrounding yourself well you have to like we have to live with these people in our lives unless you work at a church or something but most of us have to work around people who've done like possibly drugs or like are just gone in some bad places in their lives and there's just not all fully there and we're surrounding ourselves with these people right and we just gotta help ourselves from becoming like them because they say you are who you hang with and if you're hanging with these kind of people all the time you're eventually 
you're gonna you're gonna become like them unless you prevent it. Yeah, definitely. And it's like um, I was um at my school, we have a Bible class, mm. and my my teacher, my principal was talking about you yeah. know your eyes or your heart. You know, it's what you let in. It's not in your eyes, your ears. Amen. What you hear, what you it's what you let in. You gotta learn how to be a good gatekeeper. You know, what oh, I'm yeah, saying? well said. Yeah. Don't listen to that music. Don't look at that. You know, just don't, just don't. Like, yeah, I know what's good and what's bad, and we all know what's good and what's bad. I'm not like, oh, I didn't know that, or I didn't know I wasn't supposed to do that. Yeah, we, we know, know it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Seriously, and um. Yeah, with that, it's just it's it's a long fought battle, and it's just gonna have to build up your barriers and, like you said, be the gatekeeper. You can't you can't be leaving that gate open and just end. You can't be laxing on the gate. Yeah, that's all right. That's like yeah, that's perfect. Well said. Thank you. Well, it was your uh, analogy in the first place. So, <laughs> um. Next, what I wanted to bring up was um, is a lot of people are doubting, uh, like in this generation, day and age, especially like since the beginning of time when Jesus walked this earth, there were still doubters in Christ. You know what I mean? Like there were still people yeah. who were who were like, oh, I still don't believe that, even after all the miracles that he performed and healed people, Absolutely. and and I. It's crazy if you look that people are doubting now. This I feel like this is one of the toughest times to be a believer. It's just going to get tougher. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So many people are surrounding us, Absolutely. telling us what's what. And it's just more and more people, more and more Christians are, like, as the generations go, Christian couple have kids, two kids, one's a Christian, one goes the other way. And then it just keeps narrowing down. And... I feel like with doubt, people are too scared to have faith. And I think everyone is on on some scale. But some people are too scared to have faith that they just let fact take over their mind instead of just letting the feeling and the power of God just enter their body. And they're just, they're just doubting because they can't see or can't hear, which is understandable. By all means, it's understandable. But the fight isn't just going to go. You're not going to wake up one morning knowing that God is real. It's it's a process. It's going to it's going to be your whole life is this journey. You know what I mean? Yeah. Absolutely. I know I mean, man. I was I um I I was uh baptized when I was um uh, I think it was, I think I was like 10 years old, but um I wasn't a Christian. I I thought I thought I could just be baptized and that wasn't that wasn't good obviously. Yeah. And, I was like, mm. I was just sitting there, you know, like, like if I can't, I'm either in or not. I can't be like, eh, maybe, you know what I'm saying? Like, you won't. Yeah, you there's won't. no. Sorry about that. That was, I think, the time limit hit or something. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, like you're saying, there ain't really any in between. It says in the Bible that you're either warm or you're cold you can't be um you can't be lukewarm and someone in my class was doing an amazing devotional about it and they said you can't be lukewarm the bible says you're either in 
or you're out. There's no in between. He says it's better not to believe than to half believe and be in there. You got to go all out. Yeah. No middle. As as Yoda says, do it uh, or not, there's no try. But yeah, I found that really interesting because I feel like there were a lot of people, including myself, who are just too much in the middle, just kind of inconsistent. Like, oh, I, I'll, I'll really start reading the Bible at such and such point in my life. And so, I'll do such and such this. I'll join the church. I'll raise money for the church once I'm at this point. But we're living in the moment. We just, we can't, we can't say... We can't look to the future because we're living the future right now. Yeah, because like, if there's if there's any time to do it, it's now. That this is we need to do it now, and not wait. You know, don't do don't do tomorrow. What can be done today? Exactly, because it's a blessing to wake up every morning. You know what I'm saying? Like you don't know if you're going to be awake the next morning. Like, for all we know, we might not wake up tomorrow. The world just might just stop. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I understand. We, we take it we take it for granted. I think sometimes just the world in general, but especially with God, we're just yeah. we're just too too just stuck in our daily habits, and we just let it all go by. Just saying we're gonna do it at some point. Some point's gotta be now. Yeah. Yeah. Hey man, what's Thank up? you, bro. Thank you. But um. <laughs> Yeah, so moving on from that topic, what do you, uh, what's what's the effect on you when some scientist, for example, let's say like Stephen Hawking comes out with a quote and he says, um, he says something like this. He says, what was God doing during divine creation? All right. He says, what, what was God doing for divine creation? Is he preparing hell for people who asked such questions? And, and it really tells me how much he hates religion because he obviously did not understand that God did not make hell for humans. He did not. He made it for Satan who consumes humans. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's, yeah, that's right on. And I feel like we get so caught up that God has made this hell for humans and that we're all we're that God is just gonna send us there, but God does not send humans to hell. He really doesn't. Human us as humans, we send ourselves there. We we go down the wrong path. We we stray away. It is not God's fault. At the end of the day, it is our fault. You know what I mean? Yeah, He gives us the choice. Yeah, seriously, and we kind of just. We don't think that, so we just kind of cast the blame on God. Like why he why he make this? It's not his fault. He didn't intend for Adam to eat. Uh, as as basic as it is, he did not intend for Adam or Eve to go and eat that apple. Like that just happened. That you was that was wasn't calculated. Yeah. Yeah. He he didn't. He, he was you know, he's like hey it's your decision exactly. You know? He because God like, can control us. Forcing. Yeah. Yeah, what we're saying, sorry. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Like he, he's not he's not trying to like he's not trying to be like he's not trying to like, you know, hold our like like make us do what he wants to do. Obviously he wants us to do mm-hmm. what he wants us what he Absolutely. wants him to do. He wants he wants us like 
to follow him and he doesn't want us to, you know, turn away from him. But sometimes we can be, you know, just we just don't want to. We want to go our own way. Like, you know, we we got this. Don't worry. Yeah, we got it. We always. Yeah, we got to give God the reins a bit more. We just me especially. I like to I like to feel that I'm controlling where I'm going in life. I like to feel that I'm at the that I'm at the steering wheel, that I'm at the rudder or whatever, the boat, car, horse, whatever it is. I like to feel like I'm the one who's who's in control and that I'm riding the show around when with with God's kind of kind of chilling, watching the watching the ride. And I think I need to be better with that as a as a Christian and just kind of give God the reins a bit more. Yeah, it's, it's a great way to put it. Yeah, it can be tough though. I tell you what, there are just times where we where we think we just know the best against all odds. Uh, for example, like I wonder how many Christian, if every other Christian, if there was super blunt evidence that God was not real. I wonder how many Christians would stop believing or how many of them would know that God is real. You know what I mean? How many of them would yeah. hop in the bandwagon? It's like, yeah, definitely. That's, that's definitely something that I feel like that we're afraid of. Mm. We're weak. We all question. Like, I mean, like, obviously there, are, there are people and those people should be us, you know, like we're like full out, you know, yeah. I guess you could say, or go God. <laughs> but you know, we're all afraid, we're afraid of doubt. That's what yeah, we're absolutely. Of. And I think Christians are too afraid of scientific reason. At least some. Me personally, I I could I could care less about it. But um, I know there are a lot of people who compare Christianity to science, and they take it the wrong way. And they're not looking at it through a clear lens, not through a Christian lens, but through a logical, blunt lens. Because there are times I'm in the Bible and I'm looking for evidence that, you know, what if there's a flaw here or there? I go in the Bible sometimes and I'm like, wait, does this, this match up? And I look at it through no bias and I'm just straight up with it. And I'm like, and every single time I've done that, I've been proved wrong. You know what I'm saying? And people are looking at that and they can do that all they want, but no matter what science comes out, it's going to be wrong. Like, the Bible is one of the most accurate historical textbooks of all time. Yeah. And, um, like, uh, there's, like, uh, so there's just, like, so there's two types of science. There's uh, historical mm-hmm. science, and there's, um, there's witness of science, which is, like, mm-hmm. eyewitness. Yeah. And so, just thinking, you know, like, the Big Bang... <laughs> Evolution. So let's go to the first one, you know. Um, historical science. Was anyone there to like see it and write it down? No, there's no one there. No one recorded it. <laughs> was there anyone there to see it? Nope. No no one there to see it at all. No one saw it. They only just guessed. <laughs> go to God's creation. Is there historical evidence? Yeah. Yes, there is. God wrote it down. He gave it to people. And witness science, God was also there. He saw it. And he, he told Adam, and Adam told Eve, and Eve and Adam told their son, and so on and so forth. And it just got passed down. So, yeah. It is crazy if you think so, about like, it. 
So like we're so we're so like we're so afraid of you know stuff being obvious. Like we're so afraid of um uh what was I saying before? Um, the Big Bang. Doubt. Doubt. What's could be obvious? What could be true? And the thing is that to create, you know, God, He is true and He is obvious. Mm. And you just don't accept it. Yeah, because we're just afraid of doubt getting the better of the uh, obvious. Yeah, absolutely. Um, here's another thing that I've noticed, and this is honestly, this is uh, I heard I think Brian Zarn talking about this. So shout out to him if you're listening. Go check out his podcast. He's a great preacher. But um, he was talking about violence in the modern world. And it is crazy when you look around and how much violence there just is surrounding us in the news and video games and movies and kids. Like I was watching like, what's it called? Madagascar. And you just see them smacking each other for like no reason. It's it's crazy. You know what I mean? <laughs> Madagascar. Yeah. Uh, Movie's legit though. But, man, it's just it is crazy. You just look around how much violence there is in these days, and people just like ever everyone. They sugar. Huh? Yeah, they do, and I feel like we're becoming a bit numb to it, you know what I mean? As time goes on, we're just becoming more accustomed to violence, like, we, and, and like, everyone, everyone, I I feel like if anyone says that they don't like violence in some form, then it's a lie, because everyone likes to see, like, a Jason Bourne movie, or a, um, like, a Hacksaw Ridge kind of movie, like, almost everyone does, but... That, that's just life, but there has to be, a, I feel like it's so hard to regulate it now, especially with your kids and family. It can be just really tough. Yeah. Because God has never actually called us to be violent unless it's up against his enemies. It's crazy. Yeah. So any more questions? Yes. Yes, I got here. Let me find one. Hmm. One of the biggest quotes um, that we all hear is um, just keep calm and carry on. And I feel like that can be seriously, seriously um, useful in today's society because you know we lose our keys we panic we freak out we um you know we, like or in a more serious situation we lose our kid and we freak out you know what i'm saying and obviously we don't know how that quite feels maybe with a sibling or something but um yeah like you feel that and you're like all right and you start freaking out and getting anxiety when really god and we should be calling ourselves to just keep calm, you know, take a deep breath and just, you you know, just kind of cool ourselves down. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's good. That's I, I, I personally like that quote. It's like, it's all over, all over the place, you know, it is. And like, they relate it to that people like, you know, like keep calm and run, keep calm and drive, keep calm and, 
you know, play guitar. Like, they relate to people, stuff that'll keep people calm. Yeah, exactly. I think calmness is, could be could be greatly applied to our everyday lives. But I feel like there is also a time to panic, but uh, you don't have to panic when you lose your keys. Like, you know, you got all day to find them. Or if it's a business meeting, what, like, what's the worst that happens? You you, can, you you lost your keys? Like, you know, like, we just kind of think of the worst. Like, really? Like, you lose your keys? Like, bruh, you know, it happens. If people got a problem with that, then you shouldn't have been working with that company anyway. Or if someone yeah. took them, like, someone may have took them. But, you, you know, you just got to kind of think of the worst, even though it might make you freak out. It might also give you a calmness. that helps you find your keys quicker. Yeah, that's, that's true. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it is crazy because our world, like I was saying with violence, it's a bit different with paranoia. I don't want to call it, I, I don't really have a good word to describe it. And it's, it's like in the news, okay? You see, you see a shooting that happens. Maybe two people hurt at a mall or something, and they're gonna show you that. It's show you camera footage. They're gonna show you the statistics. They're gonna show you all the chances you have of living. They're gonna show you where you live, like how how close you are to an escape shooter, or like you know what I mean. They try they try to make us freak out, and that's not gonna help you. That's just going to stress you out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We got to, like, you know, keep her cool. Keep her heads. Don't, like, don't, don't, like, exactly. don't give fear Exactly. You can't let fear control your life. If we lived in fear, then it'd be, like, Absolutely. And I feel like fear holds so many people back, you know, people like scared of scared of presenting new ideas. You know, my dad, as um, a president of his company, he says it amazes him how nobody has the guts to bring him a new idea. And, you know, what's the worst that happens? You know, he's like, oh, we oh, OK, we might not be able to do this, but, you know, we can give it a try. Or, you know, we might not be able. People just are are afraid of failure on such a small scale, it's insane. And just think about it. Someone could have brought an idea and they were too scared that it was just going to get turned down, would have no effect on their job. They're scared they're going to get turned down. But that same idea could have made them a millionaire. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, like, like Tom yeah. Sesson, you know. Like, he, he would have been afraid to fear. Like, it took him so, like... Like two thousand times light bulb. Exactly. And you know, time like I oh, like I'm not gonna get this. I mean, I've tried like hundreds of times. It's not gonna work. And like, like can you imagine like no no like no like light bulbs electricity. Insane. Like that's ridiculous. That's crazy. And it's like, like fear. It's just it's just too much, you know. <laughs> Especially with. Especially when you go looking on online, especially, and you're going to see these numbers. Like, you look up, you're like, okay, I have a small cut on my finger. 
you look it up and it's like, oh, you got cancer, you got all this and that. It's just people want to make us afraid. I, I don't understand it, but you know, we got we got to keep a level head. Yeah, I feel like, I feel like if if they they think that if they can get us afraid, you know, they've already gotten that first step of, you know, making us do what they want. Like, mm-hmm. so um, so I there's there uh, this is a very big, um, uh, I could say example, your story of a, a doctor that um. <gasps> that lied to his patient about having, like, I think it was, like, some kind of sickness or disease. Mm. And uh, he didn't have it. And he paid thousands of dollars to get it fixed to that doctor. And, like, you know, the first step he did, all he did was, you know, he scared him, you know, like, hey, if you don't do this, you're going to die. If you don't do this, you're going to get sick and you are going to, you know, you're just going to die. And he scared him. He's like, you know, I'll do this. That's why you got to be gotta, brave. Like, you got to, yeah. Yeah, if you let fear control you, then you're, you're going to be like paranoid. You're going to be like, oh, my goodness, no. What do I do? What do I do? And then when you say, what do I do? What do I do? You go to the first seems reasonable, which isn't always the right option. And, yeah, and, and it's crazy because if someone – there's so many people, like you said, the doctor paid that dude – made the dude pay him for a disease he didn't have. And so many people are going to do that. But there are going to be a couple people in this world who know better than to let fear get that iron grip around them, tighten in their stomach. And they're going to say, hey, you know what? Show me those scans. Show me those x-rays. I want to see it for myself. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. He could be just like afraid. You're like, oh, well, you know, he's a he's a doctor. He got his license. He's smarter than me. He knows what he's talking about. Like, mm. That's not always true. Absolutely not. I, that's that's a very good point. Everyone makes mistakes. I mean, it's it's and you know sometimes it's not mistakes. Sometimes it's deceit. There people are deceitful. People make mistakes. There's so many things that could be going wrong. And you know what's the worst that happens when you look at that? You have to look at your disease in the eye, and you know what? You're gonna say, "I'm gonna deal with this." And if you don't, then you say, "You know what? You try to get my money." You know what I'm saying? Like and then you and then. You know, it's switched, and the doctor's scared because he just he's just lost his job. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. You you look fear dead in the eye. You'll scare it. Yeah, and you won't be scared. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, but sometimes you just, you just gotta face up to it. Like there's like, um, like uh, even even in school, you're afraid to raise your hand. <laughs> Wait, why? You know, anxiety. Like, you're afraid of maybe you're wrong. Maybe people will think, you know, dang, he's not smart. He's always wrong. Yeah. Like, so many things. And there's five seconds is all it takes is for you to go, no, nah, never mind. Yeah. Like, that's not a good idea. I probably, just, I probably just shouldn't do that. People just don't don't want to go above and beyond. And I feel like if you're listening to this and you can feel that you relate to that, then you need to take the extra step in your life and you need to change that. That needs to change. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and I'm, I'm not saying people as like in a vague, vague um, example of you know us. Like we do it. Everybody does it. I've done it. I've been like, you know, like math class. Like who knows how to do this? And I won't raise my hand. Like maybe I could be like I could know exactly what to do. You know, I might know the answer. And I'm like, nah, I might be wrong. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like it just do it. Seriously. And like if you're wrong. 
you learn from your mistakes, man. Like, if you're wrong, you know, it's like, oh, no, that, that's not how you do it. But this is how you do it. And now you know how to do it. And now you're a smarter person. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think that is. Learn from your mistakes. Yeah, man. I think that wraps up our, our, our first podcast. Nice. All right. If you are listening, thank you so much for watching. If uh, It is most likely that you will be listening to this on Apple iTunes podcasts. But, um. You know, please subscribe to this podcast series and, you know, stay tuned for our next. And I hope you all have a very, very blessed day, uh, including you, Elijah. Thank you so much for being a co-host in the series. And it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. All right. Peace, brother. Peace.